Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the People of Peoria podcast. So good to have you here. I have two quick things up front before we jump into today's episode. Number one, uh, if you have been following us for a little while, you may remember we did the Love Where You Live Peoria campaign at the end of 2020, raised $1,000 for our community, gave it away to uh, local businesses in the area. Um, and we have consistently heard from people asking us to bring um, those products back or if they could purchase them anywhere. And up until now, you couldn't, but we have officially brought them back. And so we partnered with uh, Lost Art Designs, um, a local studio here uh, who in a print shop and all sorts of things um, that they create. But we partnered with them to actually stock those products. So they have t-shirts, they're um, stocking stickers and mugs, and eventually we'll bring back the sweatshirts and all sorts of things. So two cool things. One is if you missed getting those products up front when we first did the campaign, you can go grab those. We don't get any profit. It's just a, a way to rep the community, raise positivity. Also, if you're a business owner, you can actually stock those products as well. We gave uh, Lost Art the files and you can stock them. You keep the profit. Again, it's just a way for us to raise positivity for our community. So if you have any interest in that, I'd love to send you a flyer. You can reach out to us. We can share all the details with you, um, but be sure to check that out. Number two is we have an awesome conversation with Jeff Hempstead today. He is so great. Um, just really enjoyed hanging out with him. We were sarcastic. It was so fun. Um, there are a few uh, curse words towards, particularly towards the end of the conversation, um, just so that you uh, are aware, but I hope you enjoy. So here is one of our favorite quotes from the episode. I love Peoria. Like I love, I, I, they've literally since business started and with social media, like the whole network is just kind of like wrapped around you and like made it like you're part of something. And that's what I love about Peoria. I, re- I truly do. Hey, you're listening to the People of Peoria podcast, where we explore the people and places that shape the culture of Peoria, Illinois. Well, welcome back to the People of Peoria podcast. My name's Austin Savage. I'm here with... Alex Turner. <laughs> you went with it. I thought Awkward I'd throw pause. Uh, Alex, I am super excited for another episode of the People of Peoria podcast. It's going to be a fun one. Where are we? We are in the workshop at J. Him Woodworking. We're here with Jeff Hempstead and uh, just had some pizza, some some wonderful pizza. Where's our yes, pizza from tonight? It is from, ooh, Peacock's Pub. Is that right? Yes, sir. Or not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my first time having it and it, uh, sausage pizza. Very good. It is so very good. good. It is so good. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, tell us about Peacock's Pub. Oh, which is kind of our hometown, you know, a little Bartonville bar that we always go to. Usually the kids are um, after a baseball game or something. It's kind of a little sports bar. So, yeah. Local, close, good. Cold beer, do good your, prices. Your kids enjoy the sports. Oh, they love it. <laughs> they love it. We have our spot in the back. We always sit at. And yeah. No, it's kind of our go-to for after ball games or Friday yeah. nights. But good Very stuff. Cool. Alex, what are we drinking this so evening? So tonight we have some uh, beer donated to us from Bearded Owl Brewing. So thank, thank you, you so to those much. guys. Yeah. Um, we salute we the three owl. Different beers tonight. We got Fifty Million Year Trip, which is an IPA. <laughs> um, we has we have Raised by Wolves, which is a brown ale, and then we have Carl Spackler, which is quickly becoming one of my new favorites. It's a you really like that. One. I really do actually. It's it's just very summery. Uh, it's it's refreshing and light. Um, it's a lemon and 
tea wild ale. So it's got that uh, kind of like that Arnold Palmer vibe to it. It but, does uh, kind of taste like that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of floral a little bit. For sure. It's, it's good. Sure. Yeah. Floral. <laughs> Did you not expect that? <laughs> sure. Floral. <laughs> Do you not think that? Am I wrong? Okay. I get more of the tartness. I guess that's true. I, I, it's, I got that, that lemon vibe. I haven't had it yet since yesterday. We, we, uh, we're going to do this podcast yesterday, and Jeff bailed on us. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> so. It sounded like fun at the time, but listen, guys. <laughs> pretty tired and more he out. Just, he was so nervous. That's really <laughs> yeah. what it was. No, I'm just But we just ended up uh, hanging out at Bearded Owl for way too long. A while. So I, did, <laughs> so. I did you a favor, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in many ways, say. yes. Yeah. So thank you very much, You're Jeff, welcome. for uh, bailing on Venmo, us. Venmo, PayPal, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. We always love to start our episodes off, you know. Oh, yeah. With some stupid questions. Okay. We got some so, good ones today. I got to really do. think. I've been thinking all There's, day, like, take your time and answer them <laughs> the right way. Which you've listened to our podcast quite a bit. Every one of them. Have you really? Yeah. Every time you post, okay, I listen to top, you. top three favorite episodes. Go. Oh, gosh. Uh, the, not in any order, but okay. the coffee one was good because okay. they were just CXD. normal Joes. Um, who's the guy that owns the industrial brewing? Yeah, industry brewing. That was, In, uh, industry brewing. Uh, Travis Bolenbrink. Oh, okay. He was a good one. Yeah, I love my girl Leslie. She's uh, I've worked with her in the past, so okay. I got to give it to her because she gives me some work. So, oh, does she? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked with her a couple times. So, do you work That's in like awesome. a lot of the old houses? That um, this one is commercial. We did some work at the YMCA together, some countertops and stuff. So Very that cool. was more of a commercial job. Yeah, but yeah. Leslie, if you listen, give us some more work. <laughs> you know my you know my number. We're in need of it. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're good. The metalworking guys, they were awesome. Which actually, when we were buying this building, we were looking at that space to rent that they were they were going to put them behind us. Yeah. So we would have been kind of in the same building down there at the mill. Really? Yeah. But we ended up buying this one instead. So yeah. we're pre- we're pretty close to being neighbors with them. But yeah. No, I lent it's I'm a big podcast guy. That's all I listen to. Yeah. Unless it's like three and I need a little like you know '80s hip hop or something like to get going but uh big big murder mystery big uh, okay. crime guy but then i'll Sweet. switch over just some like easy listen there's yeah. a there's a t-shirt guy in new york that has one upstate that i okay. listen to so so what are your other than this one because this is obviously your favorite yeah podcast, for sure but what are your top three favorite podcasts it was crime junkies forever okay and i'll still li- they post every monday so i'll still listen to them but i'm not like crazy about them but my top is dateline Really? Yeah. It's just, an, it's like you're, it's the audio from the show. Yeah. So it's essentially, it's not really a podcast. It's just, you know, yeah. the show. Yeah. But that's always my go-to. Um, it's my parents' favorite show. Is it? It's so good. <laughs> Man, I'm so old. I'm, like, I'm an old soul anyway, so that works out. How old are you? Uh, 32. Okay. It's okay. not that you're old. You're younger than yeah. Alex. So it's oh, really? Good. Yeah. How old are you? I just turned 34. Did you? Yeah. I'm basically he's, 12. He's so. the child. Yeah. <laughs> he looks 12 with a beard. Austin's the child. <laughs> but yeah, Dateline and then... Uh, uh, some bar stool, you know, bar stool ones. But yeah, that's pretty much all my go tos. Oh no, my new favorite, Dale Junior Download. Okay, like I don't really follow NASCAR. I used to when I was a kid, but Dale Junior Download is like that easy listen. They talked all the old racers like back in the day. Like hmm. it's just an easy, and they always start with like they're just bannering back and forth, and, and then they go into their guests. Yeah, it's sure. so good. So that's it's just cool. I'm just, that's all I listen to with podcasts during the day. So, okay. If I can find a good one, I'll listen to it. It keeps you focused. Yeah. Or not. Maybe. One of <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It depends on the we, day. Yeah. We can pretend. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Alex, what is our first stupid question? Oh, Dude, we have so many. Is, I think the there's problem is be there's a lot. a lot today. So, yeah, yeah, it's choosing which one should go first, but I think I'm just going to jump in. This one's got some creative juices on it. Oh, baby. 
<laughs> if flowing. you could merge two different animals. I thought animals, you were going with murder there for a second. If you could murder okay. two different animals. No. <laughs> if you could merge two different animals <laughs> to create the ultimate animal, what two animals would it be and what would be the, pro- the end result? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> two animals together. To make the ultimate animal. So we've got to have flight. I mean, that's a no-brainer. I mean, okay. I would agree. You that's have, like, you have, yeah, 100%. Oh, dude, I don't know. What do you mean you I, don't know? Dude, I <laughs> think, it's flight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I had two, I'm going bear shark real quick. Swimming and running very fast. Is that really what you would have? Oh, yeah. That's the stupidest answer. <laughs> You're d- <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> a bear with a shark head and a tail. Yeah, but what good bear are you? shark. Eat everything. <laughs> a million <laughs> teeth. I just can't die. <laughs> you run into the water, you're screwed. You go on land, you're screwed. Sorry, I took over on that. Oh, that's We're my saving question, him time. That's fine. It's, it's, <laughs> okay, we got flying. Step on me. Yeah, it's got to yep. be flying. I think I got to go with, uh, can I use an extinct animal? Like, isn't like pterodactyl? Sure. Aren't they yeah. extinct? Yeah. Probably don't have those around <laughs> yeah, anymore. I don't, I don't think go with like a pterodactyl. I don't think those are still in the air. I've, I've, <laughs> I've at least never seen, seen one. one. Yeah, so. Yeah, I got to go with yeah. like a pterodactyl. And then a land animal, you said, or just any animal? It could be any, any, animal. any two animals. To create your ultimate See, animal. See, this is why I really want to think, because I know when I hear this, I'm going to be like, why didn't I say that? Like, that was a stupid answer. Re- regrets. Yeah. For sure regrets. I'm sure we'll get quite a few messages on Instagram. That are like, like, can we re-record? <laughs> because I changed my... Can we record the whole podcast? <laughs> start over. <laughs> I changed my animal answer. Okay, so you got pterodactyl. Pterodactyl and probably probably a bear. So I'll have flight and strength. All right, so what's the end result? What does it look like? So what, what parts of each animal are you... Combining well, I'll put the, the wings on the bear. Okay. So it's just and a bear then, with wings, yeah, pterodactyl and wings. I'm assuming pterodactyls had those little claws. So I think that, they have like little T-Rex type arms. Yeah, like, like little well, tiny You don't arms. need long arms when you can fly. You just fly mm-hmm. away. That's true. true. But a bear right. with big hind legs and a tiny little... You said I can do whatever I want. No, you can. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm just I trying to do. visualize it. I don't have to justify it. That's no, what just, I want. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Amazing. So that's it. Terra bear. Terra bear. Not even a name. Terra bear. Terror this has started off well. So, okay. Your life is now a video game. Gotcha. Got it? I'm following so far. <laughs> what are some of the cheat codes you can use and what do they do? Ooh, uh, extended energy. That's what I want. <laughs> I want just when I need to get stuff done, but I really just want to lay down on my office floor and sleep. Um, <laughs> Which you did today. <laughs> I, that was yesterday. Oh, was it really? I had a 3 a.m. You know, show time. I think I deserved a 11 oh, that's, o'clock, you know, yeah, 11 that's o'clock fair. nap. You earned it. I did earn it. I don't really care for speed. I don't care about that. Probably energy and health cheat code. You know, you get all the all the hearts. Let's get good health. There you go. That'd be it. Yeah. Maybe flying? Oh, of course. Well, I just thought that was... Yeah, I just <laughs> thought that came standard. I thought that... If I'm in a video game, I better be able to fly without a cheat code. So, yeah. This, one, this one's a short one, so we'll have to go one more after this one. But I'm curious. So, if a Smurf starts to choke, what color does he turn? Yeah. Oof. I thought they were going to be hard questions, but not this hard. <laughs> uh, I'd say he's got it's got to be red. Well, I'm colorblind, so what colors are Smurf? Wait, are you really? Yeah. All right, so Smurf's normally blue, blue right? Yep. yep. No, I would say I'd say red. Maybe okay. just a light blue. Are you colorblind like all colors? Or just, just like purples and blues. Okay. Like that blanket's purple. Is it purple? Okay. No. <laughs> Is it blue? See, that's purple. That's purple to me. And sometimes I can see it. Sometimes I can't. Sure. I just. It's always something weird. Okay. I mean, maybe we're the colorblind ones. Maybe. Freaks. Like, maybe you're the one. Maybe I'm normal. <laughs> How would we even know? There's not enough bearded owl in the room to get over <laughs> this conversation. Insert plug. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. You have been tossed into an insane asylum. 
Oh, I've been there. Great stay. <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10. Recommend. <laughs> Which one? All of them. <laughs> Multiple times. Yep. Got out. What do you tell the people there to prove to them that you don't belong inside? Oh, well, this is the one I'm really going to have better answers for when we're done. <laughs> yeah. um, you got to convince someone you're not crazy. Sure, buddy. Sure, you, sure you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting like, out of here. No, no, that's right. I'll be like, no, yeah. no, I swear. I'll prove it to you by... I'd say I'd bought a shop to do custom woodworking and you know, central Illinois, but that'd probably prove that I was crazy. So I'm not <laughs> like, you're an they're idiot. like, you build furniture? You know, you've heard of Ikea, right? Like, it's super cheap. What are you, stupid? Uh, I don't know. What the, What would I say? I literally have no idea. I have idea. no idea. It's, to prove is... that you're not insane. Do you want an easier question? Yeah, let's scratch that one. So this, one, this one's way easier. Okay. How many windows are in New York? <laughs> How many windows? Windows. Are in... I actually the have count. An, I have an answer for this really? one. You ever been there? No, I've never been to New York. I have. I have been to New York. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Pretty sweet. It, it's the cool. The first time's cool. I mean, cool. like, the vibes are cool. Yeah. But, like, Chicago's better, I'd say. Really? I really would say that. A lot closer. Maybe, like, the inspiration you feel isn't the same. Yeah. But, like, it's cleaner and it's closer. Yeah. And <laughs> Chicago's like cleaner? Chicago's cleaner than really? New York. Really? Yeah. And New York's on downhill in, like, six years. What was the question? How many windows How are many in windows New York? How many windows are in New York? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, million, million and a half. I don't know. You know the answer? Not including like office buildings. Oh, those windows don't. Count. I thought all windows. Count. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> not including office buildings. There are 42.6 million oh windows. Well, now that you guys have listened to uh, 15 minutes of great content yeah. here, uh, <laughs> let's hear your story. So, okay, first, I'm curious. Okay, ask away. I'm better with questions. Is it J. Him Woodworking or is J. it J. Him? Okay, it's the dumbest name for a business, really. <laughs> I mean, I get called Jim a thousand times. I was a gonna day. if he All hadn't have said your name before, long. I was gonna be like, we got Jim you, you on J. Him. It's, it's like the, him? my first shirt said like hashtag Jeff not Jim on the back. Yeah. It's always been the joke. Sure. Yeah. Ever. Oh, I thought you were like being sarcastic sure they did i'm like no they, why would i lie about what my shirt's saying the way you look prove it Who's this guy that's alex's like go-to phrase I know. Sure, sure mine is okay his is sure no you sure. say something what i catch one of those episodes what is it busted was it i'm curious was it, oh, wow. oh wow 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 it's interesting i got i'll have to <laughs> listen got that to owen wilson there was, wow. there was one there was a recent episode i don't remember which one but i did say it wow a lot as i was wow. and when you edit it like you listen oh, to your own track like way more than everybody else's and i just kept hearing, hearing it and it. i was like oh <laughs> my god <laughs> so there's that story i think that's what it was oh wow, wow. oh wow wow that's, wow. Great. that's wow. amazing stuff i don't know <laughs> what are we talking about no it is j dot him and it was my license plate you know i was 16 it was just j him so i'm okay. like oh cool jm woodworking when i first started building like shelves yeah and then i got like too late to change it i'm like that was the dumbest thing i've ever done but that's just what my name is now like People just, I'm just Jay Him, and that's what they go by. So I rolled with it. There you go. But I was even on the phone with a doctor the other day in the truck, and Heather's with me, my wife, <laughs> and had nothing to do with business at all or his insurance or something. He's they like, you I know, all the time. I was at the doctor's office one day in the waiting room. Nurse comes out, Jim. I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. And I just sit there. She's like, Jim. I'm like, No way. You're like, I gotta stay in my ground. I know. I was like, No way. And I was like, Jeff. She's like, yeah, Jeff. I'm like, what does that have to do with, like, how? But no. All the, like, I'll have clients I'll work for. They'll call me Jim the entire way through. I won't correct them. I don't care. Just sign the check right. Exactly. And they'll, at the end, they're like, I always get a call or a text like, why didn't you tell me your name was not Jim? I'm like, I, at this point, it's easier just to switch my name than start correcting people. So they no, it's, I don't know. I guess they just see it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But now just J-Him is 
what I always went by. So yeah, the, the, it's your branding now. You I know, guess, yeah. Jim. Jim's woodworking. Jim. <laughs> Super original. Yeah, thanks. So did you grow up uh, in Peoria? Are you from no. the area? No, we lived here, uh, I think we're going nine years. We okay. grew up down by, uh, oh, south of Springfield, about 30 minutes. Morrisonville, okay. Taylorville area. Okay. Uh, that's where I went to school. And then we uh, met my wife, girlfriend at the time, and we were living, we were renting a house down there. And I was working up here. I was... Um, I was in the Air Force. I was in the Air Guard out here. So I'd really? come up once a month and do my weekends. Yeah. Well, they called one day and said, there's an opening in the shop for full time. I'm like, hmm. yeah, I grew up farming. So I still worked on the farm like at nights and I yeah. worked on tractors during the day, like at the shop at the Sloan's. So they called and said, there's a spot open up. You should apply. I'm like, man, I, don't, I never thought I'd leave. Like, yeah, I loved home. I had no problems living there close to family. Hmm. So we talked about, we were just dating at the time for maybe... Gosh, probably not even a year, honestly. Like yeah. we were living together and I said, I got this job. Like, so we talked about it and that kind of money that they were gonna pay me, you just can't get it down there with no degree. So I'm yep. like, Heather, I don't think I can ever make this kind of money. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't a lot, a lot, but it was a lot of money. You know, I was twenty yeah. one at the time. Yeah. It's not hard at that point to feel like you're making a lot of money. Yeah, so. I know. I was like, Hell yeah, like let's get a vacation home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for like Jeeps, like yeah. toys. Yeah. But no, I was just like, you know, I think that's a better future. Like, I'm not going to do anything here. Like, I knew I wasn't going to farm. I knew I wasn't going to do anything else. I'm like, well, so I applied and got it. So we moved up here on a, hmm. we had a rental house we found, or a duplex. And then, uh, so that was nine years ago. So we've been up here almost 10 years. Okay. So, and we really fell into, you know, especially with the woodworking, fell into like the network and the community. That's so like now, like I'm out of the Air Force, obviously. And everyone's like, you moving home? You know, help on the farm? I'm like. I love Peoria. Like I yeah. love, I, I, they've literally since business started and with social media, like the whole network is just kind of like wrapped around you and like yeah. made it like you're part of something. And that's mm -hmm. what I love about Peoria. I, I truly do. Mm -hmm. Heather's got a good job. She loves being up here and we feel like it's our own town, not so much where we grew up, you know, like yeah. our roots are here now and I'm not opposed to moving back at some point, you know, I'm sure at some point we'll sell the shop and move back, but there's no time, no, mm -hmm. no time soon. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty comfortable where we're at. That's awesome. So, and it's close enough to where you can visit, but you know, in-laws can't just sneak in when they want. Exactly. Vice versa. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel that way too. Like I grew up in Bloomington. 40, oh yeah. 45 minutes away ish. And I kind of, it's just like, it's just in, far enough. See, you know? 45 would be perfect. Yeah. Like we hit Lincoln on the way down and that was, that's like the perfect drive. But then you got yeah. from there. That's, that's halfway. You got another 45 and that's the one that stinks. But mm -hmm. yeah, 45 would be good. Yeah. Like that would be even better, but her parents are good about coming up and watching kids and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it works out good. Yeah. So why the air force? Uh, my buddies were doing it and <laughs> I had no one else to drink with on the weekends. So I was like, well, I just, I had no plans. I was, I knew yeah. I wasn't going to college. Like yeah, I, sure. I didn't do I just, I still can. I can't like read and do tests. Like I'm just not that built that way. Yeah. So I didn't even try to go to college. Like hmm. it was never really brought up and I didn't bring it up because I knew I wasn't going. Hmm. And my buddies started, they're like, yeah, we're going to drill. I'm like, well, what the hell's drill? They're like, yeah. we just go to there and we get paid like 250 bucks a weekend. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> I want to go. So I signed up. You're like, let me get a vacation. Yeah. Home, I was like, well, might as well, I want 250 yeah. bucks on the weekend. Well then that led, obviously you got to go to like a boot camp. So that was fun. And, uh, but no other reason than I just didn't know what else I was going to do, yeah. you know? And I hated it for several years. And then once I went, met my wife and like grew up, you know, I was like, 
well, this ain't bad. Like I come up here, it was like my vacation. Like before it was a hindrance. I'd come up here for drill weekend. I hate it. I want to be with my buddies. <laughs> but then when I like, grew up and settled down, I'm like, this is like a nice little weekend getaway. See yeah. my buddies at the base, you know? Right. So I really fell into it. I turned around a lot. I, I wasn't the best, you know, the best airman out there. I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't like it. I was ready to get out on my six years. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. But then when I grew up, I took a little bit more responsibility and started actually working. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, there's no reason why it just, just the way everything fell. But, you know, looking back, that brought me to Peoria, which opened up my market for business. And yeah. that's a lot of the reason I don't move back, too, is I feel like the market's so good up here. Like, it was really good back in the heyday, like when Cat was just like, all the executives were here and all. It was every customer I had was a Cat employee. Wow. But now, not so much. I don't see it as much as I used to three or four years ago. But business, the economy is so much better up here. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like going down home, I can't sell a custom dining room table you know, yeah. I ship all over. We send stuff all over the place, but right. still like, I think people look at where you're based. You know, yeah. I think I could still probably sure. pull work from Peoria, but if they see a Morrisonville business, they're like, eh, I'd rather find somewhere know, local. Yeah, a couple yeah. other local guys that build, but mm-hmm. I think I can make it work. I know I can make it work just being online and you know, I, I yeah. can reach anywhere, but it's just effortless here. It seems like maybe that's bad to say, but it seems like the economy is so good up here and the people are so good. Yeah. I just, it's been good for me. So why, awesome. why mess it up? Yeah. What year did you start this business? I just saw a post. My first thing I built is for okay. my wife. It was Christmas. We did she pay you? Oh, uh, she. I need to send her an email <laughs> because I still haven't gotten paid for that. <laughs> Got to watch her. Send her to collections. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, I ain't scared. Um, <laughs> yeah, 2000, God, 10, 11, maybe ish, somewhere in there. Okay. It was Christmas. We had no money. I don't. We were still living in the duplex. We. I mean, we're just moved. We're broke. Yeah. You know. So I went to buy some hardwood. I was going to build or something. I saw like, oh, I can't spend that much money on wood. Like, mm-hmm. you're crazy. So I bought some cheap pine and built her like a bookcase. And, you know, it looks good for not knowing anything. And that was really kind of the start. But, you know, I'm the type, like, when I find something I like, oh, I just do it. Like, really? there's no, like, there was no option of just doing this on the side forever. It was, okay, I'm going to do this as hard as I can for five years and build yeah. this business, and then I'm taking the jump. Like, hmm. And she even knows. She's like, why do you do everything? She was yeah. why? I'm like, that's just how I'm built. Like, I started nah, – I'll go into that later. Um, but, yeah, I would say 2011 is really the first thing I ever built. Yeah. And then just like anything, it snowballs. You know, like my aunt mm-hmm. saw something. Do you think she'd send me a picture off Pinterest? Do you think you could build this? Like, sure. Like, like, why not? I was like, 50 bucks. Like, yeah. I'll build it. You know, and I'd build it. A lot of that stuff I'd build back in the day just for like material. Like, yeah, I just want to get a picture of it and then I can post that picture and then sell it for three times as more. Like mm-hmm. I was just building that portfolio and mm. I was so focused on just building new stuff that I do stuff at cost just to get it going. Yeah. And that's what really helped me out yeah. at the time. It was just extra money. You know, I was mm-hmm. working, I was still working at the base. So, right. So I started, um, in the garage in the house we built the first house we bought up here, well, the only house we bought up here. So I started working in the garage and then she went and got pregnant <laughs> You know, Come on. Geez, <laughs> all on her own. Selfish. Yeah. No, we. Uh, she was pregnant, and my shop was underneath the nursery. Yeah. So I get up early, and it was fine when there wasn't a baby. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it was loud and dusty, and so I went to her one day. I just got like my first big job. You know, I was yeah. like looking back, it it wasn't a big job, but at the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've made it. Like yeah. this is it. So I was like, can I build a <laughs> shop? It. And she's like, where? I'm like, just buying the house, like a 24 by 24, you know, taller, 12 foot shop. Yeah. She goes, yeah, go ahead. So the next day, my buddy was there digging footings. I'm like, get in here now. I was like, dig these footings. She said yes. Yeah, like before she, she yeah, changes we her mind. We were good. So we were digging yeah. footings. And, you know, we built that shop. And I remember sitting in there one night thinking, I have more room than I'll ever need. Like, yeah. this is massive. 
I filled that up in a month. You know, I was wow. already, I was building like huge 12 foot tables in there. So then I found a space downtown that I had for a while and that was about a year and the building was selling and I was in it and I'm like, uh, like, I don't like uncertainty. Like, I don't yeah. want that phone call of like, Hey, your shop's gone. We need to, I'm like, no, I was like, I just want to buy a building. So we just bought this one in October. So we've cool. been three, four shops, but this is it for quite a while. Yeah. And you own both of these? Companies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this was the first one we looked at. And I didn't really know the commercial market for Peoria. So we looked at yeah. this one. I'm like, I didn't like the size. I don't like the layout. So we looked at a bunch. We actually put an offer in on some down North Peoria, like mm-hmm. way down Adams. So we put an offer in and peak in, kept getting these counter offers. And I just would, I knew what I wanted to spend and that was it. Right. So I was like, let's go back to that first one. Like, let mm-hmm. me look at it again. Like now that I know kind of the market, what everyone's going for and it was kind of, I walked through the door. I'm like, this is stupid not to buy this. I'm yeah. three minutes from my home. Like Legit. it's by myself. Like there's literally no one around me, a couple mm-hmm. houses, but it's not like a big industrial zone. It's kind of almost like residential where I'm at. Right. Sure. And there was two buildings and I wanted room to grow because mm-hmm. I don't work well with people. Like I like to be by myself, like 12 years in the military. I value walking in my door in the morning, putting my headphones on, not listening to anyone all day long. Yeah. So the fact there's two shops, I've got a guy over there. So he does his thing. I do my thing. We meet mm-hmm. in the middle sometimes, but that was always the plan is have that shop running, making money, building furniture. And then I'm over here doing more of the mill work, smaller stuff. Yeah. So that's what, and you know, it just kind of like hit me in the head. Like buy this place. Like it's mm-hmm. the cheapest one. It's the closest. It's the biggest. Like, what are you doing? Like yeah. quit being so picky. Uh, but eventually I like to build behind kind of connect the two with another building but mm-hmm. you know no time soon with prices right now that's yeah. not that's not gonna happen yeah. it's sickening it's just it's mind-blowing it's insane yeah what's what's your favorite project you've ever worked on um ooh, i'll tell you i usually get choked up when i tell this one but we'll get through it i'm kind of an emotional man uh are you really yeah oh yeah a big softy come from a long line of softy men <laughs> boy do we look hard on the outside though <laughs> when we want to um favorite project uh there was a gal in peoria she needed a bed for her special needs kid and it didn't seem like that big of a project at the time like you know i just it was just a bed for me i just i just needed to uh i just needed it was just a bed you know nothing special just a normal project so i built it delivered it didn't think nothing of it well then she posted it on her like you know how that's a you know, Facebook groups like special needs moms, like it's a sure. big, big network. So yeah. she posted it to there, and the next morning I probably had like fifty emails from people like really? all over the country, like because it's a, like a hospital bed, but it looks nice, it's like a piece of furniture. Okay. So that's what everyone says. Like my son needs a bed, but like I don't want to put a hospital bed in his room. Yeah. So I ended up marketing a little bit harder, but not as hard as I should. I should probably push it. There's one sitting out there now. He goes to Michigan tomorrow. I'm driving it up. Is that the one by the door there? Yeah. Gray? Yeah. Yeah. That is a really nice looking bed. Like they fold down. So like okay. these kids need help getting in and out. And, but at the same time, it looks nice. Like it's a yeah. piece of furniture. No, it really does. So they kind of took off and I've shipped them. I've shipped three across the country. You know, just, you can flat ship them and, sure. you know, send them instruction to put it together. But I realized how much of a need there was for that. And it really hit me. You know, when you build it, you don't think it's just another project. You know, it's just another job. Yeah. But when you saw how much they needed it and how much good they got out of it, it turned it into something much bigger. So, and we ended up calling it the Evan bed because that's who it was for. So now awesome. everyone refers to it as the Evan bed. Um, so every time I build one now, that yeah, like I even put little name tags built. You know, this one was built for Bryson by Jeff Hempstead. You know, like I, cool. it's so much more special to build it knowing what it's going for, not only helping the mom and dad, but like the kid itself. So, yeah, that's something that 
it could be easily reproduced. You know, if I have guys working, they can build the pieces. I need to get it down to a system to where they can do everything. They can, we can make those pieces a lot easier and then we can get them out faster other than starting from scratch each time. So it's something I want to work on more and kind of push a little bit harder because I know there's a need for it. And it's, it's a, it's not an easy build, but it's easier than a lot of the things I do. It's pretty straightforward, you know, compared to everything else I do. Sure. Uh, but that will always be, nothing will top that. You know, I built some really nice desks for, um, a uh, place up in Bloomington, uh, really nice walnut desk. It's probably the best thing I've ever built was that walnut desk. And recently we built some really nice bookcases, but you know, nothing will top the bed. I don't think anything, I maybe just more of the sentimental, what it was for. That was, that's going to be hard to beat. Well, yeah, but. sure. I mean, people need desks, but there's a completely different type oh, of need, different for need. A, a bed like that. Yeah, like, like need, and, need. And I mean, the bed, the bed doesn't look anything like a hospital bed. I right. Mean, it it almost looks it's just so like cool. a low loft bed. Yeah, like it's it's really actually pretty cool looking. I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. To even yeah. like my daughters, like I was like, oh, that'd be cool. that'd be something cool that they could put in their room. Right. But it's not, and that's doesn't even take into account the need, like the special yeah. need that it's built for. Right. Because so, it's got safety, and then that one's yeah. mechanical. It raises and really. I, it, I was going to ask. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Did you have to learn how to do that, or did they? They sent the kid. Actually, the lady that bought it sent me a link to the kit and she goes if okay. i send this to your shop can you work it in i said yeah just send it and we'll we'll figure uh-huh. out how to make it work so i it literally i mean like, i kind of built it the same it's just a flat kit that on a remote sure. and you kind of plug an alexa into it you can make it a thing so we can say alexa raise the bed lower the bed really but, yeah pretty cool feature so the plan was i may do it tomorrow if the weather's nice it's been raining i want to set it out and do a time lapse and yeah. then you know, hit the button every 30 seconds. So kind of get a cool time lapse of it going mm-hmm. up and down, but it's sure. something I really want to market more. So the girl that I'm delivering to the mom, she does some like modeling, like Instagram modeling stuff, you know? So I'm like, if I hire a photographer, which I usually try to hire a photographer everywhere I go, I said, can I yeah. send him to your house and like literally sit on the bed with your kid? Like let's, I, I want to put this on its own website, not so much my website, but like get it by itself and because the prices of hospital beds are insane like these people yeah. that reach out are like this is insane it's like twenty thousand dollars for just a hospital yeah. bed wow it's like a fraction of the cost and even if we and that was a lot of the what i was saying i want to make it more streamlined to build it you know mm-hmm. if even if we can cut the time down in half you know because every time i've been starting over like all right what was yeah. that measurement again like if i sure. can break that thing apart have a cut list and we can just knock them out that take it take nothing to build one honestly they're so yeah. easy to build um, but the, you know, the benefit they get from them is astronomical. I mean, it's just, they, they love them. It's easy to access and it's a big struggle in their life, you know, and, and yeah, Evan's a lot older now, you know, he was six sure. when I built it and that was back in the day. That was, dude, that was back in the day. That was early on. I may have really? built that in my first garage. Wow. Um, so he's a lot older now. And even to this day, like we're friends on Facebook. She's like every night he sleeps so good. Like it's such a blessing wow. to have that so bed. Cool. So it, every time she shares it and just, she speaks praises on it. So that, that mm-hmm. will all, you, you won't top that. You can't yeah. top that yeah. with a table, but yeah, yeah. for sure. But yeah, no tables are big. We do a lot of tables. And that's what I like building. That's where my joy's at. But yeah. So did woodworking start for you? Like with that first project you did for your wife or did it start before that? No, I was always into carpentry, like home building and, you know, remodels and demos and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, you know, always building tree houses as a kid. My dad was a, you know, we grew up farming. So he had more welders and metal. He was a big welder. And, of course, I'm, <laughs> I'm going through the change. 
Uh, I don't talk much, so when I talk a lot, I, my voice always does that when I get going. I'll go home, and Heather's like, your voice is out. I'm like, yeah, because I talk to no one all day long. For one <laughs> yeah, hour. Yeah, that I just like yeah. stress everything in my throat here. Um, all my uncles on both sides, like my mom's uncles and my dad's uncles, are yeah. either phenomenal carpenters or like extraordinary woodworkers. Like They're so talented. Hmm. Well, dad, he can do anything. But he was more like metal fabricating, like yeah. couldn't hang a picture on the wall. Yeah. Like that's not to diss him, but that's just he don't do that. Like he'll yeah. just have people come out to hang stuff on the walls, or I'll go down there and do it. But so I didn't get that, but I always had that urge. And like yeah. there was one time, I was probably fifteen, sixteen, and I had this room out in the shop. It was his old office. He built a new one. So yeah. I was like, this is before flat screens, and mm-hmm. I wanted that TV in the wall. Like <laughs> so, I thought, you know, by God, I'm gonna cut a hole in this. So I oh did, man. I cut this drywall up, and I yeah. cut the studs out, and I framed this. I found some plywood, and I made this box that went into like the entryway of our mm-hmm. shop, and I built this box, and it looked terrible. But by God, that TV sat up there, and I was proud of it. Yeah. Well, later that night, I heard that tractor coming home, and I'm like, oh, man, he don't sound happy. Well, like I heard the tractor come home, and then I heard the door slam. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. He came up, he's like, why would you cut a hole in my like, My dad sounds terrible right now, but yeah. he really is not. But he's like, why? And I remember my mom saying, wow, this is an emotional part, too. This is weird. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> uh, I remember my mom saying, he has a talent. Let him use it. Hmm. And it never really registered until years later. Like, I remember her saying that. Like, that's cool. Like, she saw that because she yeah. grew up around that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, why did you cut a hole in my wall? I'm like, hmm. I just wanted the TV in there. Like, I, <laughs> I just had the to, idea. Yeah, I, I did. I remember seeing yeah. the idea, thinking, "Man, if I put a, you know, if I put a cubby in here, that TV will sit flat." Like, I thought mm-hmm. it was so cool. But I was always looking for wood. Like, Dad had one circular saw that was so old, and I was always trying to find the next piece of wood I could use, like build yeah. a treehouse or something. So I was always building. Then I get into carpentry after like basic training and all that. I got into with a uh, guy. He was a remodeler in town. And it was just a job. I didn't love it. I didn't love remodeling. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I hated working on site. I still do. I'm a big shop builder. Once yeah. I get out of the shop, I just don't. I don't enjoy. It. I don't like stringing tools out. Yeah, I feel like I lose all my skill when I leave the shop. Hmm. So I didn't like the uh, aspect of the customer sitting there all day staring at you. And I thought, man, I just what if I? Just, what can I find something to build to sell? And that's kind of where the yeah. idea started. So I've always been a builder of some sort. You know, I've always been geared more towards carpentry and woodworking, mm-hmm. but. But yeah, I think the the project for my wife would have been kind of the kickoff to that. That was really the I may have something because you yeah. know how Facebook works. You post it, people are like, well, can you do this? I'm like, mm-hmm. I never said no. Yeah, yeah. I still don't. There's still things I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Like right. if I can't do it, I'll hire someone that can. And mm-hmm. sure. So I always, uh, always once I built that shelf, I I thought I was onto something. And like mm-hmm. I said before, when I get on something, that's I'm in it. Like yeah. there's no. You know, a lot of people are like, just do it on the side. Because I did it on the side for five years, five or six years. I'd come home from the base, see the kids for a little bit. And it was like, this was every day. And my wife knew, like, this is his schedule. Like, I'd see the kids for a little bit. I'd take a 30-minute nap, and I'd go out to the shop till yeah. 2, 3 in the morning. And I'd get up, and I'd do it all over again. Like, that's what I did for five years. And she knew Saturday night was – that was her night. Like, if you needed me, you schedule it on a Saturday night and tell me, and I'll be there. Or we'll, we'll do it. But that's what I had to do in my mind to be successful. Like I had mm-hmm. to put everything I have into this to make it work. And I don't want to say or say I'm successful, but that's what's worked for me. Like that's yeah. doing that, putting the time in. Like, and then you know, my 12 year enlistment came up. 
Hmm. And they sat down. They're like, all right, let's talk about your plan to keep you in. Like, I told them, I said, I'm out. Like, like, what do you mean? I was like, you're like, you have 12 years in. I said, but I don't love it. I'm not like, yeah. What if I retire and I die the next day? Was this all worth it? Like, yeah. I was yeah. making good money. Like, I, our benefits were through the roof. We moved 100 miles away from the farm to take this job. And mm-hmm. here I am, like, I'm going to be a woodworker. Yeah. And my wife's like, holy crap. Like, most supportive. <laughs> was she nervous? Oh, we both were. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't admit it. I wouldn't say I was. Yeah. I had the most confidence in the world. But deep down, dude, I'm like kind of feeling out other jobs in the area just in case, you yeah. know, like Peoria County called me back to be a CEO. And I'm like, uh, like another cabinet builder in town was like, you look good with my shirt on. I'm like, yeah, I probably should. Like, I'm yeah. scared. But something in me, I emailed him back. I said, I don't want to burn this bridge, but I want to go on my own. I was like, I want that offer to be here if I need it. He said, dude, go do it. He goes, yeah. that's what you have to do. Yeah. So yeah, nervous as hell. I yeah. mean, just, but I, no one knew it. You mm-hmm. know, I, I left there that day. The last time I left off the base, I had, there's a vlog on it. I, when I was making YouTube vlog, I was <laughs> like, all right, here it goes. Like, I remember that first morning waking up knowing I didn't have to answer to anyone. Like I right. was in my shop working and I was doing the same thing I did it's for five so years. Crazy. But it was it was during the day. Like it was mm-hmm. in the morning. I'm like, holy crap. And I thought I'd have so much time. I'm like, oh, I can get up. Those days go by like that. Oh, yeah. I felt like I had more time working from five at night till three in the morning than yeah. I did. I mean, the days went so quick. So I learned very quickly, like you, I had to manage my time mm-hmm. and I'm very good. Like I don't take days off. I don't just go, you know, do whatever just cause I'm my own boss. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. And, and people that ask, how do you, one guy said, I'd always be at the bar. I'm like, well, yeah. you'd never be able to do this like <laughs> right. ever. Like, and it's effortless. It's not like I make myself. I like today was supposed to be a sleep in day. Right. I told my wife I'm sleeping in tomorrow. I don't, there's no reason for me to be there all day while I'm doing this podcast. I said, I'm not going to get up early because I'm usually down here 3 30, 4 o'clock. Like, I work yeah. all day long. Sure enough, I woke up the same time. My body just wakes me up at 3 30. Mm-hmm. And I'm laying there. I'm like, go back to sleep. So I did. I went back to sleep. I woke up at 6 30 and my feet were like on the ground. I'm like, I have to go. Like, yeah. like you I'm either, <laughs> yeah, you either have that or you don't. Like, I don't yeah. have to force it. Like, I don't make myself go to work. I like, yeah. I love it. I love coming here. I love doing it. Like it's mm-hmm. not always good and fun, but I know it's something I have to do and people are counting on me to get their stuff done. So, um, man, we went really far on that one. Uh, good. but yeah, no, it's, yeah, I think the building blocks that I put in place years ago, you know, you see those guys going to business just like that, like right off the bat, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do they do it? Like they're living in debt and they're living in up to their eyeballs and like worry. Mm-hmm. Take your time and put the like if anyone's listening and thinking about going full time, like get your butt out of debt, you know, put yeah. your stuff and get a plan in place. Like I didn't have a big business plan, but I knew I wanted no debt. I wanted to own all my tools. Yeah. And I wanted to ease into this. So if that would have failed, say I was six months in and this thing bottomed up, I'll go work somewhere else. I don't have right. to make this money. Like everything's paid for. Mm-hmm. So I see yeah. these guys, they rush into business for a cool brand and a cool t shirt and a cool yeah. hat. Like your logo means nothing. Like I didn't have a logo for years, but I had some badass furniture I built. Right. I didn't care about a brand. I could care less. But now I love branding. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I've earned that right to like kind of show off my brand a little bit. But yeah. in the beginning, I didn't care about that. Yeah. It, I was just I wanted to build badass furniture, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So see a lot of these guys going out on their own, and you know you wish them all luck. But at the same time, you know like they'll be at the bar on a Thursday at three. Like mm-hmm. they, they won't, they're not going to put in the Saturday night. Like it sucks. And now I feel like I'm, I've reached a spot to where 
I take time off. I don't care if it's a Thursday afternoon. I'll go see my kids or I'll go right. take them somewhere. Like I do not bust hump like I used to. Like mm-hmm. I get up early. Don't get me wrong, but by four thirty, four, I'm done. Like I want to be home with my kids. I want to be working. Like this yeah. week was kind of weird because I was down here a lot. But you won't catch me down here on a Sunday. Now if it's middle of winter and the kids are driving me nuts, I'll go clean the shop on a Sunday <laughs> yeah. afternoon. Like, I don't get I me wrong. Like, clean, yeah. I say that a lot. Like I don't do Sundays and I don't. But I do like for mental health. Like even before church, I came down here at three Sunday just just to come down here just to start my day mm-hmm. clean. Like I. There's there's something about this spot that makes me happy, hmm. and I feel like if I can start my day here or at least spend an hour knowing I can go to my shop and clean or even just sit, uh, more of a mental health thing for me. But yeah, yeah, I've, I've it takes a lot to get somewhere to where you can just say, yeah, I'll, I'll take off Thursday. I don't care. Like my grandma had a birthday party on a Tuesday last week. I'm like, yeah, mom's like, you mail make. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't miss it. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I'll be there. Um, but you can't do that in the beginning. There's a lot of things that have to line up when you go into a small business or you have to have everything in spot. You have to have your mind right. It's a main thing. It's it's a sacrifice. Yeah. But now I feel like nine years in, eight years in, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I've made it this far. Nothing's going to stop me. Everything's in place. So now I just feel like I'm doing what I love, and there's not a whole lot of stress behind it Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Except for yesterday. <laughs> besides, but- <laughs> besides yesterday. <laughs> Scratch that off. How have you grown as an entrepreneur? See, I just hate that word. I don't know. Like, I had a lady say, she had a video about me. We did some, like, CBD deal together, and she had some big story that was like, you know, JM, big, successful. I'm like, don't. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I hate the word entrepreneur. I hate even you saying, can't even say it. <laughs> I hate that entrepreneur, your words, your spur, <laughs> entrepreneur. See, I don't say it. I just, I hate the word entrepreneur, um, <laughs> successful. I just don't like that. Like, yeah. How have you grown as a business owner? How about that? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, last year and a half, I've really looked at, you know, you listen to a lot of these podcasts, and I don't listen to a lot of business podcasts. I like to get my mind off business when I listen to those. But, you know, everyone always talks about scaling and growing, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I'm good. Like, I love being small. I've got a couple guys that help me, and guys here quite a bit now. Um, but I've got guys that help me install and deliver and stuff. But as far as that, like, I don't want to come here and do payroll. I don't want to mm-hmm. come here and do insurance. Like I can barely yeah. do my taxes on time. <laughs> like, I, yeah. you know, to grow to a spot to where maybe someday I'll need a secretary or just a bookkeeper somewhere, like not even here, but just someone that can handle stuff like that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. But mentally I've grown a lot, but physically I don't want to grow anymore. Like mm. I'm good. If I'm, everyone always says, why don't you hire people? Cause I don't want to hire people. I want to put my headphones on and just do what I want. Like I've made it this far. Yeah. The whole world and the whole social media is so invested in growing and, and scaling. Like, no bro. Like I'm good. Like mm-hmm. I'm happy. I've, I think it's a lot of the military crap that I've been in for 12 years. I'm like, Oh man, I, I like easy. I like to be by myself. And I, I think there's not enough people out there saying that's all right. Like, mm-hmm. if you can do it on your yeah. own, then do it. Like, you don't have to hire guys just to say you have 12 employees. I don't want right. to. I've talked to enough ex-contractors that were like, bro, like, keep it small. Don't get into that. Because then you're answering to a thousand different egos in the shop. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I, I'm good. Like, yeah. 
you know, there's, there's jobs that I need help on and having him over there is awesome. You know, I love when I go out of town, I know things are getting done. Mm -hmm. Like that's great, but that's about as far as I want to go. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I've grown. You know, I feel like the answer should be, Oh, I've grown so much. And that's what I should be saying. But I don't feel, I feel like I've always had this in me to run exactly what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I've grown. I think a lot of people just answer these questions the way they think they should. And I hate that. You know, I hate when things are like that, sure. but I feel like I was, I was already ready to do what exactly what I'm doing now. And, you know, there's the technical side that gets away from me, taxes and bookkeeping. Like, that stuff sucks. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. like, I don't, <laughs> and my wife, she's the, she's the big guru. On, she runs a bank. So she's the big, she wow. knows where money goes. And yeah, she handles that. I just have to send her the receipts, which I'm pretty bad at. <laughs> just plop them down every once in a while. Like, Here's another stack for you. And then yeah. they're, they're all in a folder. Yeah, cool. Awesome. That's but, funny. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I was. It's, it's cliche as it sounds. I was, I was born to do this, what I'm doing right now, and mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm happier now than I ever have been. So I don't try to throw a wrench in the gear anywhere. Just yeah, keep being happy and building stuff. So when you look back on your life, what do you feel is the biggest obstacle you've overcome? Oh gosh, let me sit back and think about this one for a second. <laughs> biggest obstacle, I would like kind of going back to I sucked at school, just sucked. I mean. Like I told my oldest son, I'm like, I always had my homework turned in. Like I always got it done, never passed a test. I couldn't pass a test to save my life. And that was yeah. a lot of the reason I got out of the Air Force is there's a lot of tests you had to take. I just sucked at them. Like mm -hmm. I could know, you know, look at a piece of paper, had three words on it. I know what those three words are from front to back. But as soon as I took a test, no clue. Like my yeah. brain would just scramble. Hmm. So my biggest obstacle I think would be I sucked at school, didn't go to college, and I think I'll just – it's not necessary for everyone. Like, you know, whether or not yeah. you need to go or not, but I knew, uh, I didn't know anything. I didn't, I couldn't study. I couldn't learn getting over that, finding what I love to do and actually making a business out of it. I'm like, that's badass. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's people you don't hear from forever. And actually like that first Devin bed that I shipped out kind of went like quote unquote viral for me. Like, people I never even heard of were messaging me like, Hey, if you need help with this, you need help with like, I do logistics. I'm like, bro, I haven't talked to you since freshman year. Like yeah. slide in my DM. <laughs> yeah. Get off me. Like, and I, like, that's real. I, and again, yeah. like, I'm not saying I'm anything like at all, but I sure. love knowing that like, I don't even like saying I'm making it. Cause I don't feel like I am, but like to feel like I established a name, you know, I mm -hmm. established something that, you know, when someone posts on Facebook, looking for a woodworker, everyone, Hey, Jeff, 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 like tag below. Like, I love that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how that answered your question, but I feel like someone that couldn't study, couldn't do school is actually doing something that he's proud of, not just yeah. sitting at a job that he went to school for. You know, yeah. man, it's yeah. kind of weird to say, but I think that would be it. I just, I couldn't learn. I couldn't do school, but here I am like, you know, if you got a college degree and doing something you don't love, yeah, right. cool, man. It's yeah. awesome. Have fun. Like, <laughs> right. I'll go down swinging, you yeah. know, if it, even if this doesn't work out, like, Man, I did it. I, yeah. I actually took that jump and did it. So I would say that my lack of my lack of brains <laughs> and I'm making <laughs> and I'm making something work. I don't know. I'm just proud of not having a degree. Yeah, That's really, right. Well, damn right. Yeah. But I mean, how cool is it to find the thing that you love oh, to do? And like I and, wish everyone could. Yeah. Cause I mean, how many people try so hard to find that thing yeah. and go to college for I don't know, 10 years yeah. and I, still end up being like, I don't like this. Yeah. They're living in just hell. Yeah. And I didn't realize how unhappy I was. Like, sure. Yeah, I didn't go to school for the work of the Air Force, obviously, but I knew I didn't like it, but I didn't know how much it was stealing from me. And like yeah. that first couple of months I was out, I'm like, it was almost like a weight, like how cliche, but like even my Heather, my wife, she's like, you seem happy. I'm like, 
I didn't realize how unhappy I was. Yeah. Like yeah. I was a jerk, man. I was a jerk to her, my kid. Like because I was always working, I never slept unless I slept at work. You know, mm-hmm. which I did about every day in this exact chair <laughs> that I took on them. Uh, it was in the trash can, so I didn't really steal it. If you're listening, to the U.S. government, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's miserable. Like, and I wish, and I know not everyone's cut out for this. Like, not like. And again, social media is always pushing entrepreneurship. Like, yeah. go no, not everyone can do that. Like, great if you can. Like, I wish I wish everyone had at least something they could bring them joy the way this brings. Like, even if it's not your job, find something. something you love. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a game changer when you find it, and just so happens you can make a living off of it, mm-hmm. dude. It's it's undescribable how good of a feeling it is to get up. Like, do I still have bad days where epoxy falls all over my floor? <laughs> yes. And I have yes, to get a podcast. Yes, I do. I still have terrible days. And you find better ways to deal with them. Yeah. I find just telling my wife, hey, that is way too dark. That's a <laughs> coffee beer. That looks good, but not, not for me, brother. Um, you got to try one. one yeah, no. One sip. No, I'm past that point in my life, man. Raised <laughs> by wolves. You don't have to drink just one of anything. Uh, I'll try one. <laughs> I can't do it. But no, it's a... Uh, yeah, when you can find that... <laughs> Do you like coffee? Sorry, Randy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, you do like coffee, but yeah. you just don't like dark beers. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not. It's, 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 really not. it's lighter than you think it would be. Yeah, like everyone drinks. So it's like, well, you just, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I'm 32. I'm not acquiring. <laughs> I haven't taste. acquired it. Yet. I, I don't it's care. It's not going to happen. I went to a buddy's. He has a wood shop up north, <laughs> and it was hot. It was a summer night, and Jack was with my little, my middle boy, and we went there to get something. So, and I'm standing I'm like, I'd love to have a beer. We're staying in a shop. I'm like. Got any beer? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll get you one. So it was IPA brought it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I drank about, and I was to drink natural eye. That's just my beer of choice. That yeah. summer shandy in the summertime. That's why I drink. But yeah. So I drank like half this IPA. I'm choking it down, trying to be nice. Finally, like, brother, I'm not drinking this. A, <laughs> I'm drunk. Like, this is a half a beer. I've got a kid with me. I can't drink anymore. And it tastes terrible. So yeah, I was like, I don't, I won't drink beer. Just, I don't care. You got to do what makes you happy, you know? So, that's like, right. that's, give me a watered down natural light. There you call, go. It, call it a day. Hey, it's, it's what you like. Yeah. That's so Sorry, funny. another shameless plug. These wings, wings from Peacock's Pub are. I don't. Oh man, there's some dude, dry rub on these <laughs> Yeah, dude, I am. I'm scarfing these things out. They're well, phenomenal. So th- thank you. guys. My wife wasn't happy that I told her we're getting. She goes, "That's my favorite spot because that's her. Like even when she was pregnant, like she didn't really eat much this pregnancy, but she was like, we, we're going to Peacock's tonight. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. She, she didn't eat the whole pregnancy. No, she, she did. Just, like <laughs> usually she has those weird cravings, but she just yeah. didn't eat. Like this pregnancy was rough on her. Like it just wasn't. You can how, get down with the Peacock's pub craving though for sure. Oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah it was awesome. Yeah, we're going. Right now, get, you get, want, in, babe. get in the car. We're <laughs> yeah. going. I'll meet you there. I'm already on the way. But no, that was the one thing that she still really liked. But no, Lauren, he's the owner. He's always been good to us. And I love those places you walk in, you know people. My uncle, yeah. my uncle is that way. He knew everyone. Everyone knew him, and I always loved that. So I love going in there, and they know you. They say hi, like yeah, like my paint store down, Born Paint. Love those guys. They just mm. it's so. Other buddy works for Sherwin, so he's always like, "Hey, I'm like, it, it's not you, it's it's me." Yeah. Like, I, I love walking in and Pat's like, "What up, Jeff?" and like, "What do you need?" You know, I love yeah. that camaraderie. And again, Peoria Network is so good. Like, yeah, I love them, man. They're, it's your small town paint shop that they know you. They come out and help when you need it. Like, yeah, I, I love that uh, intimacy. I guess you know, you know your people and they know you. That, that's cool to me. I love that. Yeah. What the hell did we get here? Talk about more. I literally don't remember how we started, but let's that, go down. That, that's a good podcast. That's why you know you have a good podcast when you start rambling. Let's go down kind of the Peoria rabbit trail, I guess okay. we could say. But tell us about 
like, what do you hope happens in this community in the next three to five years? Like, oh, you talked about what you love. What do you hope happens or develops? Keep doing what they're doing. Hmm. Like, it is working. And I see my hometown starting to do it more. I start seeing more places pop up and, and Instagram and Facebook kind of wrapping them in their little little blanket there, network blanket. I see it happen in more places, but it's always been here. Yeah. Like, once True. I got in, what was the first job? It Probably around Zion, Banu. And, like, I started working with them a little bit. Well, they start posting, and then yeah. another company sees it. And I love, you know, like a lady that makes jewelry. I buy jewelry off her for Heather now. Like, mm. it's just those little gifts. Like, everyone's so open to helping each other. And once yeah. you yeah. get in it, like, not saying it takes a lot to, you don't have to have like a membership card here. Like, we're mm-hmm. selective, but like, once they see you, they're like, oh, like this guy's a Peoria guy. And like, yeah, I just do keep doing what they're doing. Whatever they're doing, like, stuff like this, that's what works. Cause like mm-hmm. I told you, when, I hear your podcast. I always reach out to the person. You know, if I liked it, I said, dude, I love yeah. it. Like, not even on a marketing scale. Of course, I want them to know who I am. Like, I'd be stupid to say that I don't. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, love the podcast. Like, I love what you're saying. Like, that's awesome. Like, of course, I want to connect with them and I'd love to do business with them. But just to reach out and say, loved it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's what it needs to be. And that's what really is keeping us here. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be great to be back on the farm. It'd be great to be with my working with my dad every day. But, dude, what PR is doing here is awesome. Like, yeah. I love what Peoria is doing. And, you know, from people that don't move out of their town, don't understand that the same problems that are in their town is everywhere. Yeah. Can't wait to get out of this <laughs> town. This sucks. The politics suck. Guess what? It go 100, go 100 yeah. miles any way you want. That same problems yeah. at your high, kid's high school, the same problem. Yep. It's the same. And you talk to anyone that's moved out, they'll just laugh like, yeah, it's the same <laughs> everywhere you go. It's what you make it. You know, if you yeah. want to walk out of your house and have a – a shitty day you're gonna have a shitty day it has nothing to do with anyone around mm-hmm. you like it's all what you make it it's all perspective and a lot of that's been in the past five years figuring out for me but yeah but people complain about anything it's just well casey he said on your podcast years ago he's like it's the same people are going to applebee's i yeah. remember that right yep. Dude, Pretty good. That's, that's, that's told you that is the quote that was number one right was that the first podcast? <laughs> that was no. number five yeah, but yeah. really but it was yeah. early yeah it's the same thing. The people that complain are the same people that just do the same crap day in and day out. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we started, and oh, this is a really weird switch. <laughs> I've always liked smaller churches because I like have like, like I said, I don't talk to anyone all day. So I love having men and like talking. Community, yeah. Love it. I love the fellowship with men. Like, that is what I love. Well, Heather really liked this mega church. And I've always, like, I, I don't know. You don't know anyone. Like, I, yeah. like, so finally I said, okay, so shut up and be the change you want to see. Yeah. Okay. Like God kind of hit me in the head like, hey, stupid, you're complaining <laughs> about church, go fix it. And I'm a fixer. That's what I do. If there's yeah. a problem, yeah. that's my wife. I fix all sorts of problems at homes. Uh, but <laughs> I said, be the change. So literally every couple I see at church, I'm like, hey, and it's the second Sunday, I'm starting we go out to eat after church. Mm. We always go to industrial brew or whatever. We started going. What's it? What's it industry. called? Industry. I always say so industrial. <laughs> every time I say, I can all that matters like, is you go there. So right. it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. So we started going there. So every couple I see, I'm like, it was totally random. One week, I'm like, hey, we're leaving after church today. Do you want to go with us to eat? And he's like, where? I'm like, industry brew, right? Industry. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. so he's like, look on his phone. We like, I could tell he's like going to a brew place. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I don't know. So I saw him last Sunday. He goes, hey, is that? Like kid friendly, I'm like, yeah, it's a restaurant. Like, yeah. he goes, we'll be there next time. 
but I love creating that community. Like mm-hmm. I love seeing people that I know out like in the streets, you know, like I love getting to know my, and like as much of an introvert as I am, like I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to yeah. go in groups, but at the same time, like I know how important community is. Like mm-hmm. it is important, not just to get my business name out there, but at the same time, yeah, I'd be lying if I said I don't want to, but just to know people and see people. And that is what Peoria is doing. Like stuff like this and having the podcast. Yeah. It's it's great. And the people that say it's not great aren't even trying. They're not getting mm-hmm. off their couch at night. They're not going out to do anything. And I'm the first person not to go to a social event. Like, I get done work and I'm like, bro, give me my chair. Like, yeah. let me, let's just go out to the pool. Like, we built this pool. Let's go use it. But uh, you do have a nice pool. I love it. No, it's great. Best yeah. thing I ever bought. Shout out Great Escape. Can we do that? No free, no free yeah. ads. <laughs> no, whatever you want. I don't care. There's, There's no, no rules. rules. There's no rules. No rules. <laughs> great podcast. <laughs> Uh, but no, I think Peoria is doing exactly what it needs to. I think I'd love to have more events. Uh, I always thought about getting like Instagram event together. Hmm. You know, if you get, you know, you get Zion, Rambler, even Casey, like all those guys, even like a block party. I told Banu when yeah. COVID started, I was like, we need to plan like a block party, like a legit get rides down there. I'm like, whatever it takes for 10 companies to go in on it, it costs nothing to get mm-hmm. some rides and events. That's what it needs, you know, yeah. and especially after this COVID crap. Like, mm-hmm. it just sucked for everyone, I know. And not nearly – it didn't really affect me that bad, but I felt so bad for, like, Banu. I felt bad for all these companies that we yeah. just built so tables many for. decisions that they had to make. Sucked, man. Yeah. They, they weren't making any money. Like, I mm-hmm. was still good. Like, I was fine. But, the, yeah. like, oh, the restaurant industry and the bars, like, God yeah. bless them, man. I, it sucked. It, I hated seeing it, and I hated seeing the posts about it, but – yeah. Just to, after all this crap is finally, you know, we're kind of at the end to get everyone together. And I think it'd be awesome. I think yeah. it'd be something cool. So if you guys can plan it, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you actually messaged us on Instagram when we first started and you were like, you guys need to like, oh yeah, talk about all the events yeah, yeah. that are happening. And I was like, I just don't want to keep up you with keep it. Up, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, but it's a great outlet. But it is a great. Yeah. yeah Cause I think like, I don't, we don't, I don't watch the news. I don't read the news. I haven't watched the news since that, like Vegas shooting. One of these yeah. is about ready to break. <laughs> I think it's this one. I found these shares in the trash. I think I said that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I quit watching the news years ago. Like just refuse. I, mm-hmm. My wife will have it on the morning. If I'm the home, I'm like, shut this off. Like there's nothing you need. She goes, I don't really listen to it. I said, oh, but you do. Like it gets in, it, it messes with you. But I don't know what's going on in town. Like to take the kids to. Like there's so mm-hmm. many things I'll see. Like people post about, like, oh, it's too late now. Like I would have loved to win, but you know, just to, get that information out. Yeah. It would be kind of cool in an easy way saying, Hey, this is, this is a look at Thursday through Saturday events for family stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Like one spot to look, but right. I know it takes a lot of work. It does. It does. So you brought up church. What yeah. does your faith mean to you? Uh, as of the last year, a lot more than it has. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I had a pretty good come to God moment. Okay. Uh, I don't know, eight months ago or something, but I was just going down a, just a bad path, you know, just, wasn't focused on what was in front of me and you know it just it, it, everything everything bad comes to a head at some point so yeah. I, it's time to get back into it you know i grew up in the church i went to church and yeah you know growing up we, it wasn't really preached to us but we'd go and then i got into church when i met my wife and then we kind of got out of it but you know you just get back into it and i thought something i had to make a change like i was happy but i wasn't like Happy, happy. So yeah, yeah I saw, I had to get back into it. So kind of got uh, got baptized. I felt the need. I needed to do that again or do that. I never had since I was a baby, you know. Mm. So awesome. Yeah, I felt the need one morning. Just came over me and said, "It's time." And I always felt, you know, 
I always thought baptism was a graduate, like the graduation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I'm worthy. That's that's the day you're born. Like that's not the graduation. I yeah. always felt, what if I get baptized and I still suck? You know, what if I, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say cuss words. Like I'm still gonna say cuss words and do bad things. Like I can't get baptized. Yeah. But then you realize, I kind of woke up and I thought, you know, kind of, that's your, that's the day you're born, not your graduation. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I text, uh, you know, the the pastor of the church and the one I was going to at the time, the smaller one I talked about. Yeah. And, I said, bro, something came over me this morning. I said, I'm ready. And so that was awesome. That was a big turning point. And That's you, cool. you look at life a little bit. Even the epoxy yesterday. Me and my mm-hmm. wife just had a chance that we haven't <laughs> seen each other in a couple of days, it seems like. She's been running. I've been running. And I kind of joked about it. She goes, how mad were you? I was telling her, Jacob texted me, the guy that helps me. He's like, I'm glad I wasn't there today. Yeah. And she goes, how would you handle that? I'm like, honestly, I was down there clamping it. And the message Sunday was God's in charge. Like, this has nothing mm-hmm. to do with me. It has everything to do with me, but that was meant to happen. And people think you're crazy when you say it, but that was already planned. Like that, that was going to spill at 355, regardless of what I'd done. Like that's what was supposed to happen. And I just kind of laughed and, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I was upset. You know, I a lot of money on the floor, but what are you going to do? What getting mad's going to do about it? Yeah. Not I want to sit here and say I'm a perfect Christian. I never get mad because <laughs> I do. I get mad. I throw my headphones and, you know, Jacob knows when I get mad, like just kind of walk away. But, <laughs> but it gives you that. Shut up, stop, think, who's in charge? Like, it's okay. Like, this isn't the yeah. uncle told me one time he goes, It's not what if, it's even if. Even yeah. if this happens, what does it matter? Yeah. Like, it's not what if. Like, quit saying what if. Sure. Hmm. Even if. Even if I didn't get this building, all those all those bids we put out there, all those I lost them all and I'd be so frustrated and I kept saying, even if like there's a reason and I couldn't imagine being anywhere else but here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad those didn't work out. And in the time I know that's hard. Like when things go wrong, you want to get so mad and upset, but it's and I'm pretty good about it these days. I just say there's a reason. There is yeah. a reason this happened. You know, you can trace it back almost everything that happens. You know, what if I would have left on time? I would have gotten a wreck. You know, little things like that. There's a reason everything happens. Sure. A lot of people roll their eyes at that. That works for me. Like I always hope I'm not here to preach to you, but like if you need help or you want come at me. Like let's talk. Like I'd love to help, but hmm. But I've I've shared a lot of that on, not a lot, but on Instagram when I feel the need, yeah. And I've, I, it sounds like I'm bragging on myself. I don't, I don't want to be like brag person, but I feel like I've helped a lot of guys. A lot of guys mm. have reached out. In a recent podcast, I talked a lot about it. Sure, yeah. I got for weeks messages, guys like, bro, I've never heard anyone talk about that. Like hmm. problems that I was having, they've never. They're like, I've always done that. And I never thought anything of it. I'm like, that's what I was doing, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. And it it was weird for me to even ask for help with the problems I was having. And then as soon as I did, the guys were like, dude, that's pretty common. Like, we'll help you. I'm like, what? Really? I'm not going to like, <laughs> you're yeah, not, you're, you're not good. alone. So it was kind of cool. Like, you don't want to share that stuff all the time, you know. But when I do, yeah. it's cool to get feedback from guys who are like, hmm. you know, I had guys just tell me like the crap they got off their phone and the apps they got rid of. Because they're like, I didn't realize that was grabbing me. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, like that stuff's nasty. Like there's bad stuff out there. And it's stuff that I've done since I was 15 years old. The stuff right. you look at and you're not necessarily searching for it, but it's there. It's everywhere. Sure. And it gets in your brain and you don't know it. And it sucks. And you you get in this little pattern. Mm-hmm. And finally, just, I don't know, one night it just hit. I'm like, what am I doing? Like yeah. all this crap. I don't need to see this. Like this is yeah. crazy. So I had a lot of guys come out of the woodwork like, bro, I've been doing that forever. I'm like, mm-hmm. so was I. Like, right. you do something long enough, you just think it's normal. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, 
every morning you're sitting there flipping through your Instagram and TikTok and yep. nothing bad. I mean, you're not search, you're not Google searching or going to websites that are bad, but you're still seeing stuff that you shouldn't see. I mean, and people shouldn't put out there, but the world's full of crap that you shouldn't see. But you start soaking that stuff in and it's weird, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was something that something told me that that needed to change. Something needed I needed to focus on what was in front of me, not just, you know, my little shop down here and what I can get on my phone during the day. So mm-hmm. no, it's a it's a big struggle with a lot of guys that's reached out and they're like, that was kind of my eye opener. Like there's mm-hmm. something going on here. So that was kind of cool. Like, you know, if, if it takes one person to talk about it and put it out there, like to help a hundred guys. I, that's awesome. Even yeah. help one, you know, like I told them on yeah. the last podcast, if I lose all my followers and help one guy out, so be it, man. That's like mm-hmm. discipleship, you know, like I'm not, I'm not a, a big preacher. I'm not a big push in religion on anyone. Cause I was in the position where I hated Jesus. I hated church people. Mm-hmm. We went out to lunch one day. We skipped church, went out to lunch, you know, Sunday and people went to church were sitting there and that lady, you know, the Christian that everyone hates points her finger at me and says busted. And I was kind of a hard <laughs> ass. And I said, what? She goes busted. I said, for what? She goes not being at church. And that, that was it. That was the last time yeah. I went to church for years. I said, Nope. I didn't. My wife still went. She still took the kids. I wouldn't go. I was yeah. that dad that didn't go to church with my family <laughs> and it sucked every morning. It sucked. She never knew it, but I always I always said if she asked me to go, I'll go. And she I knew she wanted me to go, but she never yeah. asked. So I'm like, I ain't going. I think that lady pissed me off. Sure. And uh those are the bad Christians that people hate. So now I see online people talk about Christians. I always mess with them, like, listen, like it doesn't have to be like that. Hmm. Like you can still be a, you know, cuss. I you know I cuss and I get mad. Like I'm not perfect. I'll never yeah. say I'm perfect. Like I still I'm a bad dad from time to time. I still make mistakes, but like yeah. I still love God. Like mm-hmm. I still believe in God. Like, I don't know. I think people have this weird and it's, it's not even just about Christians, but other things like people hate, but I'm like, have you really tried it though? Like, have you found a real Christian to talk to? Like someone that's not going to judge your ass off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that lady wrote re- that stuck with me for years and that really sucked. Wow. Um, but yeah, but now that you find a good group of people that you know would do anything for you that are Christians, that you know will not talk behind your back. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's awesome. When you find that, when you find your home, and I tell people, when you find a church and you don't like it, go somewhere else. Don't just go there because it's the closest one to your house. Sure. Find a family that you know will have your back. Yeah. Uh, but no, Christianity has been big. I mean, just, and it's something I grow in every day, but it's something I urge, like, every Sunday I leave there, I'm like, I have to be better this week. Like, I just want to be better than I was the day before. And if mm-hmm. that's your everyday theory, whether it's woodworking or running your business or being a dad, like, as long as you're trying to be the better person than you were yesterday, dude, you got it. That's it. Yeah. That's the key. That's like, and that's why I use for business. I want to be a better businessman. I want to be a better builder than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And if you just keep that up, that's sky's the limit. Like there's no end. There's no yeah. end to that. That what is it? Parable? Maybe is that a parable? <laughs> I don't know. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> no, no. Entrepreneurship. No. no, it's a uh, no. It's I love it, man. It it brings me peace. And I'll even tell guys, do I know God's real? Nope. But it brings me a hell of a lot of peace in the meantime. Yeah. If we get to the end, he's not. I've no regrets. It gave me so much peace. It gives me so much peace. I don't know. I'm not here to debate whether he's real or not. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But I know. Knowing there's a higher power and, and believing in Jesus brings me a lot of a lot of peace with my family. It makes me a better man. So, dude, if that's the way it works, and if I get to the end, he's not real. So what? Mm-hmm. It, it helped me through. So yeah, that's how yeah. I that's how I view it. I don't know. I don't push down anyone's throat. I don't talk about it much. But if I know someone needs to hear it, man, I've I've known guys that change their life because I just sent them a message saying I'm thinking about you. Like yeah. There's guys. There's two guys in particular that 
I was thinking about them all day. You know, something happened. I, I spilt paint one day. Long story short, but I spilt paint, and somehow it led me to messaging this guy. <laughs> I called my wife, so I'm just – I said, Heather, I'm pissed off. I spilt this paint. It's all over. She goes, I missed Sunday church that day. She goes, go back and listen to the sermon. So I'm sitting there eating McDonald's in the parking lot, just <laughs> mad. That's what I do when I get mad. I just eat. And I'm just slamming hot and spicy McChickens, you know? And I listen to this sermon, and it just talks about – some guy in the army. That was just a sermon. I, and it put this guy in my head that I knew was struggling. A cancer. He's, he's really yeah. struggling. I just messed him. Like, Dude, what's up? Like, what, how are you? Like, we, we weren't buddies. Like, we didn't hang out, but I knew him from school. He goes, I'm good. Just pray for my wife. You know, we're, I'm cancer. I'm struggling. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Ten minutes later, he's like, I'm not all right. And he got into, I can't drink. I'm going through chemo. I'm an alcoholic. I have PTSD. Like, I need help. I gave him an address to a, a help group that I used. I I, what's your zip code? I typed it in. I said, go here tonight. He's like, dude, I shot out. I didn't hear this till the, like later on. He's like, I was in the bathtub, just soaking, just pissed off. Cause I jumped up, went there and changed his life. He gave himself over to Christ like that week. And I'm like, that's nothing to do with me. Like, I'm not saying this for me, but like, yeah, when someone's on my heart, like I message them and, it, and sometimes they're like, Oh, dude, quit messing me freak. Like, why are you in my DM? But I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just thinking about you. So you never know reaching out to someone and not mm-hmm. even Christian based. Like if you're For just sure. thinking about someone, reach out to them. Dude, yeah. you have no idea how, how nice that is to hear from someone when you need it. Absolutely. So yeah, it's a, uh, I love sharing it. I love helping when I know I can not saying I have the answers by any stretch of imagination, but just to say, Dude, I'm thinking about you. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to say you're praying for him. I know it's weird. People say praying for you. Like, that's kind of weird to hear sometimes. But yeah. I'm thinking about you. Like, if you need anything, let me know. There's mm-hmm. a reason you think about people. So <laughs> I don't ignore it. Well, we lately have really liked to close our podcast with one question. Um, and it's that we're we, done already? Gosh. I know. Okay. Just wait till you see the little time thing going here. (laughs) I'd still a puppy here. But we have hundreds of people who listen to this show across Peoria. What is one last piece of encouragement or advice you'd like to leave with them? Subscribe to my YouTube because it's hurting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One piece of advice Uh, or encouragement. One of the two. All right. Here's my encouragement. Whether whether you want to get into entrepreneurship <laughs> whether you want to run a business i'm never going to be able to hear that well yes, it's just ruined. <laughs> it's ruined branded uh one piece of encouragement is has nothing to do with running a business nothing to do with making money nothing to do with branding none of this if you find something you love just do it mm-hmm. and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do that and not even making money just to make you happy there's so much crap in this world, and it's, this world is in a shitty spot. I mean, there's no denying it. I don't know if you believe these or not, but you're going to have a lot of work to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this world is fine. This world's in a pretty bad spot. So if you can carve out a little piece of happiness, yeah. regardless of what you think other people will think, just do it. It'll make you happy, even if it's for 10 minutes a day. Just do it. Find something mm-hmm. that brings that joy that this shop brings me. I always said I wish everyone could find what I feel when I do woodworking. Like I wish everyone had a little bit of something that they could fall back on. When they close their eyes at night, I think that was fun. Like I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily going out somewhere and doing something or, you know, finding something to make income, but it's just finding to find yourself. Like a lot of people just float through life. They don't know who they are. They yeah. don't have a clue who they are or what they like. They're going through the motion. Like I said, they graduated college. They're just, you know, they have a great family. Sure. Like they love being a dad, but like love being a mom. Find that one thing that, man, mm-hmm. you can sink your teeth into and lay down and just 
And that's why I get up so early because as soon as my eyes open up, I'm like, I get to go do this. Like, I, I'm ready to go get these clamps off this this tabletop so I can start sanding it. Like, that's yeah. my joy, and I wish everyone could find that. And mm-hmm. I know, you know, not everyone's going to be on a scale of like building tables or like building a brand or a business, but it could be as simple as like washing your car. People like, if you like washing your car, go do it. Like, don't let yeah. anyone stop you. I think there's too much. And that's the bad side of social media is everyone thinks everything you do has to be a business and everything you do has to be 1000% perfect. No, just go do something, man. Yeah. Go. If you find something you love, just go do it. It's that simple. So, and that think, I think Peoria is doing a lot of that. I think there's a lot of small businesses out here that are doing what they love and fortunately making a living off of it, but yeah. it doesn't even have to be to that scale. Just go find something you like doing and do it. It's it. We're here for a very short time and I don't want to go, you know, and I, the last podcast I said, if I died today, I am happy. Like I did what I love to do for the past five, six years full time. Hmm. I'm happy, man. I'm good. And I couldn't have said that 10 years ago. You know, sure. I, I would have died with so many regrets, but yeah. at this point in my life, I, I want to, I miss my kids. You know, I don't want to leave my kids, but at the same time, like I, I would love for them to know that I died happy. Like mm-hmm. Jeff did exactly all he wanted to do. He was successful quote unquote at yeah. it. And I, I hate seeing people not find that passion for something, you know, whatever it may be. So that'd be my encouragement to Peoria, Illinois. Find your happy space. Yeah. Right. Do you happy care place. that you have 25,000 followers on Instagram? No, I mean, I do. People always say, I don't care about followers. I do. I'm, I'm pretty proud of followings and I love mm-hmm. people that get connected, but it means nothing. I mean, that's yeah. bad to say, but it really does. It does mean something. And that's the thing. I always try to answer these questions the way they should be answered. Not what everyone says. I love it. Like don't, ever think that i don't love having a following mm-hmm. you know 25 is not that much on the, on the scale of instagram but it's a significant amount yeah. and i often think like compared to a lot of towns like well these towns don't even have five twenty five thousand. Yeah. so yeah i feel it's like a lot when of you people get, for real. When you get into it you think uh, well this guy's got 100 what's 25 sure but at the same time that's pretty cool that you know when i started that Everything kind of took off when I started being myself. I was always trying to be like that contractor that was professional hmm. and talked about where he was going. But I remember the night I was slap happy and I finally just started <laughs> being stupid on there. And like how I talk on Instagram, like I'm has nothing to do with business. It's usually yeah. stupid things that you see. Yeah. But I remember the night I finally just said, all right, I'm going to be myself. And I had so many DMs of guys like, dude, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's me. Like you see yeah. guys try to do it like, <laughs> sure. and it's not authentic. Like it's not. Yeah. Them. That's me. Like I am me on social media. Like mm-hmm. when you see it's me, funny. like it, that is, it's funny. It's the stupidest things I yeah. say, but there's so many guys that say, I love, not so much anymore. It's kind of wore off. But back in the day, they're like, I love your feed. Cause it's my break. Like mm-hmm. you're not on here saying, I'm going to say in this table up to 200. No one cares about that. Like I'm going to talk about my dog or my neighbor yelling or something like, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. always a class clown, always making people laugh. Yeah. And I finally found an outlet where I'm like, cool. No one can tell me to stop. Like <laughs> this, this works. My, this works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people love it. So I've always been the, you know, like I said, class clown and guy that wants to make people happy Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, share a little bit of good stuff, obviously, and a little bit more deeper stuff from time to time. But uh, the following is cool. Like I'm not even going to, it's cool. We were in Chicago one night weird story my head barely fit out the door but we were there with a there's kind of kind of a famous guy up there i know a buddy of mine so we're out with him me and my wife um 
And we were just kind of in the bar talking to her again. Some guy comes to me. He's like, dude, I've been following you forever. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and my wife just looked at me and was like, great. Because she knows, like, we'll see people. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen around here. Like, yeah, Because sure. I always have my shirt on. Like, that's just what I wear. So people will come up and be like, dude, I love your stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Celebrity, <laughs> sign an autograph, you know? No. Uh, but for him to come up and say, like, up in Chicago, which it's not that far, but still, of it's all cool. the places, it's, I was like. a crazy experience. That all, I'm like, I'm here with this guy that's got, like. 750,000 followers and this guy comes up to me. Yeah, he's just, talking I, to you. I'm like, cool, man. Like, yeah. it, I'm not even going to front and say like, eh, it's, sure. I love it. It's yeah. fun, but like, it's not me. Like, I run my business. Like, that's my Instagram. Like, that sure. 25,000 has nothing to do with my business and success. But, and that's what my eyes are on is, is my business. But it's right. just kind of one of those perks that like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, I yeah, enjoy it. For it's, sure. It's cool. It's cool to have that reach and, and I've learned a lot. You know, I, there's, there's, jobs of guys I reach out to on the day like how would you do this like yeah and people that reach out to me and I try to always return the favor but to have that tool it's most one of my most important tools is my phone mm-hmm. and my camera like I can I can reach out to the world and ask them for help or it's they can crazy. reach out to me yeah so I wouldn't be building the stuff I build today if it wasn't for Instagram mm. like just seeing the inspiration there's nights I'd you know I was working all night where I'd be sitting there a little bit too late and I start seeing what everyone else is doing I'm like all right I gotta go like I have to go build because I'm watching mm-hmm. these guys build cool stuff but you can get anything online. That's what I tell my son. I'm like, you have no reason to get anything wrong, especially in their homeschool. I'm like, mm-hmm. you have the world. <laughs> it's called Google. Yes. I was like, <laughs> you have an open book test at home. Like, come on, man. It's at your fingertips. I was like, man. But the world is at our is at our fingertips. So whatever you are into, there is a thousand outlets to go find more stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it is the inspiration I get from social media more than just the following, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's. Well, I'd like to double it. You know, I'd like to be up. You know, yeah, hundred thousand would be cool. Here he comes. I just like to get some YouTube subs. <laughs> oh, YouTube's hard, man. YouTube's tricky. Hey, we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, so, great. Maybe Perfect. you'll get like three more. Subscribers that'll work. After yeah, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> no, it's it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. It's something I like doing. So, Jeff, where can people find you on social media? Uh, J.H.I. <laughs> Plug. Oh, J. Him Woodward. Instagram's my. I always send people there. Yeah. So. J dot H I M woodworking. Okay. Underscore. Underscore woodworking. woodworking okay. What's your YouTube channel? J dot H I M woodworking. No, same thing. You type, Jim. type in Jim or J M. It'll, <laughs> it'll pop up somewhere. I think my if picture, you type in Jim, it'll pop up. Yeah, it'll pop up. Like, oh, you mean J M. <laughs> I've got that programmed in there. I'm testing this out. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Dude, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, Thank you so time. much for hanging oh, out. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. I finally had a coax you guys to come over here <laughs> you've been there since the beginning you've I only mean, made me like venmo you 100 bucks to have you know? <laughs> like how we, many dms does a guy wish. have to send like okay i'm just gonna invite myself <laughs> when are we doing this jerks yeah, so no, i mean I'm not he, is the, he is the first person to uh get us free pizza and wings so yeah, yeah. that's I mean, true oh man definitely venmo me that money back yeah. now. <laughs> this For will sure. be a favorite you know it goes down yes. it goes down top of the line take that casey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his was a fun one too but no it's good dude. anyways man thank you so much yeah you bet appreciate it best of luck well thanks for listening to episode 17 of our podcast with jeff Hemstead. go subscribe to him on youtube we've got the link in the show notes and go follow him on instagram if you're not already he is a great guy um got a lot of things to share and we really enjoyed hanging out with him 
Also a huge shout out to Bearded Owl for the beers and also to Peacock's Pub for the wings and the pizza. All were so good um, and some more places that you should check out. As always, if you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform or on almost all of them. Uh, or you can head to our website, thepeopleofpeoriapodcast.com and listen there. Hey, we've got a long list of people that uh, we want to interview, but if you have any ideas for the show as well, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can find us on Instagram, uh, on Facebook. You can send us a message or a DM, or you can email us at thepeopleofpeoriapodcast at gmail.com. So anyways, we love our community. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you right back here in just a couple weeks.